Hello, everyone. Welcome to a fresh episode of the IT Experience Podcast. I'm Usman Sindhu with ServiceNow. It's been a while since we brought to you a new fresh episode. So we're going to start a new podcast focused on DevOps and SRE industry. And to kick things off for the first episode, I have Samim Hurani, who joins us from RapDev. Samim is a good friend of mine, uh, and he's helping companies with their digital transformation journey and in his prior uh, experiences coming from Wayfair and even before that, he's been um, leading teams towards a DevOps excellence. So happy to have him here. Uh, welcome to me. Thank you, Usman. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to the conversation. Great to be uh, on the podcast. Wonderful. Uh, now your team, you guys are in the office already, right? You got a small office. Oh, yeah. So how's that yeah, been? yeah, yeah. It's been great. Um, I mean, COVID was obviously rough, but um, we never shut down. It was always optional. And I think Everyone's got a little bit of cabin fever, so it's, it's great to be back. That's for sure. That's great. Yeah, we've been uh, looking to get back. We uh, think we're going to be reaching a phase two of 50% capacity. Um, I'm in no rush, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so for me, um, like, you know, for our listeners, which are mostly focused on the IT uh, practices, um, you know, the DevOps and SRE topics could, you know, maybe a little bit newer. So why don't you kind of explain to them what it what it means, break it down for them? Sure. Um, I think, um, you know, DevOps is a very kind of open-ended term. There's a lot of, um, uh, there's a lot of different perspectives on what it really means. The, the term DevOps really originated back in, I think, 09, um, maybe a little earlier than that, but there's a really good YouTube video at a Velocity conference uh, that described how Flickr was doing DevOps as uh, Alspa, at Velocity 09. Um, but essentially, the concept is that uh, developers own the operations of their code, right? That's at its core. Um, at smaller organizations or smaller scale, that, that can be done pretty efficiently and effectively. Uh, but what we tend to see is at larger organizations that have more complex platforms, more complex shared services, you need a team that's dedicated to running those platforms. Um, and that's the SRE team, or also known as the Site Reliability Engineering Team. Uh, which is a term that was started at Google also around the same time. Um, but DevOps, uh, yeah, at its core, development and operations are owned by the same, uh, the same person. So you develop the code, you're responsible for making sure it runs well in production. Um, that's kind of the core, the core of it, which differs from uh, the way a lot of organizations do today, which is you generally have the build team and then you have the run team. Uh, which is essentially the developers do the build, they lop it over to production, and now it's part of the run team's uh, problem to deal with. So that's a, that's a, at a high level the, def, the, the definition, I would say, or my personal opinion on what DevOps means. So we, we also see like today teams, uh, they are embracing this uh, in a much more faster fashion. And even the IT teams that are um, in a kind of uh, teaming up with these distributed DevOps teams and SRE teams, but also embracing this kind of SRE mindset as well. What do you see it means for these IT teams as these uh, practices emerge? Um, it's interesting you're saying IT, right? Because um, DevOps, I mean, if you think of kind of the way the, the tech is taking over a lot of uh, industries or is becoming a bigger part of a lot of industries, um, you still have your IT teams and they tend to be um, the teams that are supporting employees, right? Supporting employee technology. So think things like Active Directory, think things like, um, this is ServiceNow platform, uh, think things like uh, conference rooms, et cetera. 
but then you got a whole other um, kind of organization that tends to be more focused on developing software, developing products um, that are used by the organization, used by the company. I, the simplest example would be uh, at ServiceNow, you've got an IT team that supports uh, your employee services, but you've got a whole other uh, R&D team that supports building the ServiceNow platform, the software. And it's usually those teams that tend to be adopting more of a DevOps uh, kind of culture, if you will. And essentially that's kind of the, the, the same stuff you hear over and over, right? Deploy to, to production more frequently, smaller changes, uh, incremental changes, um, kind of all those, all those concepts that we're all familiar with. Um, there's a very, been a very big push, um, I would say the last year to, to really start to adopt those last couple of years. Um, and another thing we're seeing more of is also on the uh, on the chat ops front. So we're seeing a lot of um, a lot of organizations try to embrace tools like Microsoft Teams, Slack, uh, Facebook Messenger to really push chat ops to uh, the, the DevOps mindset. Uh, so I'd say, from my perspective, those are kind of the bigger things, bigger themes we've been seeing. Yeah, and I think one more thing: it's not um, it's not far fetched to say that. We're really looking at a technology teams versus just IT and DevOps. This is sort of exactly yep. like teams coming together to produce a single outcome for the organization, business, or what have you. Yep, yep, exactly. A big piece of that is also you're hearing is a kind of project to product, right? Is a concept mm -hmm. that right. I think Mick, Mick came up with from Tasktop, but it's just the notion that you're never really uh, done improving. So you got to think of things as products and continually improve on them. Uh, versus a project that has a start and end date. Um, so that's that's also starting to pick up some traction um, with customers that we talk to. Yeah, that's wonderful. Now, in the past year, things have been pretty uh, interesting for uh, everyone. So what are you seeing? How has this industry changed? Yeah, I mean, I think kind of back to that, I think we're seeing chat ops take a lot of good uh, momentum. There's a, there's a lot more flexibility too in the change teams. Uh, when you kind of go back to auditability and traceability, there's a lot of flexibility that's starting to emerge around how often developers can deploy. I think the voice of developers, the voice of the tech teams is starting to be um, a lot more important because companies are realizing that deploying code is very directly tied to the operation of the business and it's no longer a risk uh, the way it was perceived or portrayed a while ago. So I think just kind of the, the acceptance of change being a lot more frequent, a lot more uh, rapid uh, is starting to be a big theme that we're, uh, we're seeing. Okay, well, that's great. Um, but what are the, some of the pain points you're seeing from your customers and industry in general? If you think about, if you think about DevOps as kind of one of, the, one of the main drivers of DevOps is allowing the teams to choose the tools they want to use. And that inherently brings uh, a number of challenges with it, just from an auditability and traceability perspective, especially in highly regulated industries, uh, medical, pharma, financial, insurance. Um, those industries um, require a lot of audit uh, trails and require a lot of um, uh, kind of uh, uh, visibility into what's going on. And when you're really allowing engineers to pick whatever tools they want, it becomes very challenging to keep track of what's happening where. So that's definitely a challenge that's starting to emerge. And actually the DevOps module from ServiceNow does a good job at solving that challenge. Um, but uh, I think that coupled with um, the, the, the culture transformation, the acceptance of the fact that um, change is not bad and change is actually good. And there are ways to mitigate risk in uh, deploying change. I think that's another big, uh, big topic that, that seems to be coming up a lot, but I think between those two, there's a, there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, 
a lot of a lot of acceptance of the new world essentially that needs to start happening in these uh, larger organizations. Yeah, I think the risk component has been coming up a lot. Risk and resilience has been yep, at yep, top of exactly. mind for many teams. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so uh, let's let's talk a little bit about your organization and how you guys are um, helping the clients navigate through challenges. You talked about innovation and product delivery. How what is the RapDev doing there? Yeah, I mean, I think our approach is um, you kind of want to make sure that you're helping customers be as nimble and as uh, flexible as possible with tech stacks, whether that means the way they're deploying to cloud, whether it means the way that they're leveraging specific technologies. Um, that That's really the, the most important thing is, right, it's uh, just to make sure that we're guiding customers in a way that uh, allows them to be uh, ready for what's coming in the future. Um, and some of that might be, you know, leveraging cloud native services where possible. And other might be uh, leveraging short-lived, um, short-lived ephemeral uh, workloads where possible. Uh, but it's just, it's just a matter of allowing them to, to innovate rapidly, stay very close feedback loops. And I think that's what's going to um, help customers grow more quickly and obviously help us uh, guide customers down that path. Great. Um, let's wrap it up and leave our uh, listeners with one piece of advice for the organizations that are embracing that DevOps and the, um, the SRE model. What are you going to tell them? One piece of advice. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be more than one, but I'd say like, yeah. don't, don't be afraid of failing. Uh, try, try a lot of things and, and that's the best way to learn, right? Try to change your processes. Be comfortable knowing that it might not work the first time around. Um, but just embracing the fact that you will fail trying to learn. And, and that's really the best way to learn, I think, um, is very important. Don't plan for too long. Don't try to make sure everything's 100% the day you start using it. Get out there, start start using tools, start changing processes, start innovating. And, and you'll ultimately get into that cycle of uh, kind of quick releases, quick feedback loops. So don't, don't, don't try to be, don't try to perfect everything off the bat. Just fail, fail fast, do it again. That's probably, I think, that would be my number one thing. So there you have it, folks. Um, uh, thank you, Tamim, for being here. Uh, we'll get you back here another time. Uh, and good luck with all the work you're doing. And for all the listeners, um, thank you for listening in. I will be uh, back with you uh, soon with another fresh episode. So thanks right a lot. Thank Bye. you so much, Isman. Appreciate it.